You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, and you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, a big shout-out to all our sports byline affiliates around the country and around the world on military bases, even in Doha, Qatar. I know you're out there. Trust me. Okay? To the servicemen and women getting a little taste of home with your boy Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician, helping them win their leagues and win that cash. I got my boy Don Burns with me on the ones and twos, so hot that we sweat steam. And I gotta tell you, Don, we got a great show, but it's a little interesting. As you guys heard on the Sports Byline Affiliates, I just filled in for Tony Sincata on the DFS Lineup Lock Show. I put together a lineup with my man, Benny Ricciardi, and I'm really excited about winning some cash tonight, because Benny has guaranteed me that I am going to win. So, when I give you my starting lineup, as I usually do, I'm not only going to be giving you starting pitchers, hint, hint, it's Lance McCullough colors tonight, but I'm going to be giving you some other guys to stack to really win that cash. As you know, we're also going to be breaking down what happened last night, NBA Finals Game 3, where the Golden State Warriors took a commanding three games to none lead, which means that Donnie Burns' prediction of Cavs in six games is now officially out the window. We'll still talk about it a little bit and see uh, you know, what really happened in that game, because if you listen to me with some player prop bets, you also won that cash. As always, though, you can get at me this hour at 844-843-6879. You could also get us on Twitter at FNTSY Radio. You could always follow me, ask me questions at Spittin' Speeds as well. The question we have up tonight is very simple. How many games will the NBA Finals go? Will the Warriors sweep them tomorrow in four, or will LeBron and the Cavs, you know, show some pride and elongate this series to five, six, or seven games? We'll talk about that a little bit later on. First shots fired in the Triple G Canelo Alvarez war of smack talk, that big middleweight fight that's going on. We're also going to be talking about who Joe Mixon is training with and if it's really good for his PR look. I don't think so. All that and more when we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is your boy, Dane Martinez Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down, dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down with Donnie Burns on the ones and twos, giving us a little Nas as we come back, yo. That's what I like to hear. Check it out. Let's start right now because I got to talk to you about Major League Baseball because I got all this information from DFS lineup lock and I got to get it to you so you could win that cash. News and notes from today around Major League Baseball. First of all, we start in Chicago where the Cubs have placed pitcher Kyle Hendricks on the DL. He 
has tendinitis in his hand, and he will have a trip to the DL. The Cubs are also um, not allowing their shortstop, Addison Russell, to be in uniform or to come to the ballpark tonight. This after news broke that Major League Baseball is investigating a domestic violence charge potentially against shortstop Addison Russell. It'll be Javier Baez uh, in for him tonight in Chicago. Also, the Astros making news, placing their stud starting pitcher, who is currently 9-0 and with a sub-2 ERA. I'm talking about Dallas Keuchel. He goes on the DL as well with a neck issue. Remember, last month, he missed the start with something like a pinched nerve. There was another neck issue. A late scratch last night. So uh, hopefully you listen to things like lineup lock and you know that you need to make those changes. The Astros are also promoting, though, their top pitching prospect, a guy named Francis Marte. He may start in a bullpen role, but now with Keuchel on the DL, you never know. Let's talk about this, though. Last night, we said Keuchel was the chalk because he was going for his 10th win, but he was scratched. There were two pitchers that I told you you could have gone elsewhere. The first one was Zach Greinke, and I told you, though, that he was a high-priced option at 10700 on FanDuel against the San Diego. Padres. I told you that, like my man Robbie Ray the night before, that the Padres were primed to strike out a lot. And they did against Zach Greinke. Greinke struck out eight in only five innings of work. He did, however, get the win as the Diamondbacks won that game 7-4. to four. However, the other guy, I told you, was a little bit cheaper. I told you, down at 7,700 against the Phillies, I would have gone with Mike Fultonevich. I told you he had a great previous start where he threw seven scoreless innings against um uh, in his previous start, right? Scoreless inning, struck out 10. And what does he do against the Phillies? He went another seven scoreless innings, striking out four. I would call that a cold shot by your boy, Speeds, the spitting statistician. The other thing I called last night was that Kyle Schwarber, all the way down in the nine hole, was going to be worth it at a bargain basement price of 2600 on FanDuel. What did he do last night? He got 37 FanDuel points going three for four two doubles, a home run, two ribbies, and two runs scored. Kyle Schwarber packing the stat sheet exactly the night that Speeds the Spitting Statistician told you that would happen. So, tonight, though, you may be asking yourself, self? Who should I target tonight? I think it is a clear answer. I don't usually just give you the most expensive pitcher on the board and say you need to ride with him. But tonight is a situation where I think that is the case. At 9,700 tonight, Lance McCullers for the Houston Astros against Kansas City. I liked Keiko when I thought it was going to be him last night. Why? I continue to tell you to fade the Kansas City Royals offense. They are still the worst offense in all of Major League Baseball. McCullers has struck out eight guys in his last two starts, each time out striking out eight. And also, not for nothing, but on some level, you got to see the fact that, you know, the Astros on the road are minus 170 favorites. And you got to think that the team with the best record in baseball can beat the team with the worst record in the American League. I think that sets up well for McCullers, not only to get strikeouts, but to ultimately get a win tonight. I like Lance McCullers as my starter to target. He's my diamond for tonight, Thursday, June 8th. 
for, uh, you know, DFS. Also, though, because I was on lineup lock, I got to tell you a couple of other things. Okay, Alec Asher for the uh, Orioles going against the Nats. I wanted to stack up against him, but here's the thing. They're resting a lot of players. They're resting Murphy. They're resting Zimmerman. So while I like Harper, I'm not sure if the full stack is in play. I'll tell you where you can get a full stack. That is the Atlanta Braves tonight against Lively at SunTrust Park. Get all these lefties, okay? Get Marcakis. Get Matt Adams. Matt Adams is a no-brainer with that power in that ballpark from the left-handed side of the batter's box at only 2,700. I like a lot of Braves tonight. I also like a lot of Seattle Mariners tonight against Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson is one of the worst pitchers in all of baseball. We talked about it on Lineup Lock. I like a lot of Mariners tonight. I like Robbie Cano. I like Tyler Motter. I even like the hot kit hitting catcher, Zanino. Okay? The only thing you need to watch out for... No Nelson Cruz in the lineup tonight. You, however, can go with uh, Kyle Seeger and be just fine. Those are some stacks to play tonight. I told you to go with Lance McCullers. I was able to fit it into my FanDuel lineup. I hope you can as well to win some cash tonight. The other way you could win cash during the fantasy baseball season is if you listen and if you utilize what we're giving you at rotoexperts.com, including the exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package, because it is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, our trend analysis, and our player insights. You can become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week, and this season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now and start soaring to the top of the standings. Also, if you enter promo code free radio at checkout, you will get a special discount. Okay, that is the way to go. That is the way to go with RotoExperts.com. You also just need to download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Okay, this way, 24-7, okay, you can get, whether it's your boy, Spies, the spitting statistician, my guys on the lineup lock show, Ben Riccardi and Tony Sincata. It could be the guys from on target fantasy, including Joey Piece of Pizza and Jake Seeley, the all in kid and accuracy ranker. Yo, and we give it to you for free. Okay, you don't have to spend extra money. I know a lot of people out there have you pay extra money to get that insight. Well, if you download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, you do not have to pay extra money. This way, you use that money, invest it, win that cash. One thing I want to talk about real quick here on the Fantasy Freestyle before we go to break. I've been talking a little bit this week about um, changes to Major League Baseball. We talked about Gary Sheffield as commissioner and what changes he would institute. And I got to tell you something that's interesting. I read a piece that there are actually maybe changes coming as soon as next year in Major League Baseball that are aligned to what some of our fans said when we had that poll question up earlier in the week. Check this out. Now that the CBA is done, I think I'm reading that Major League Baseball is going to turn their attention to pace of play. And the two things that I'm hearing about that may be implemented as early as next year, one is to actually have a pitch clock. Okay, you got a shot clock in the NBA and basketball. You even got a shot clock in sports like lacrosse after a while. There is no shot clock. There is no pitch clock in baseball. They're talking about actually implementing a pitch clock in baseball. And here's the interesting part. There already is a pitch clock since 2015 in double-A baseball and in triple-A baseball. And here's the, here's the stat that I want to give you. 
74% of the current players on Major League Baseball rosters have played in AA or AAA since the pinch clock has been implemented in the minor leagues. So three quarters of the players in Major League Baseball are kind of, you know, accustomed to it, or maybe not accustomed, but at least have experience with it. So I think that, uh, you know, they might very well implement this, okay? And, you know, there's almost criticism for, like, hitters that work real slow. Think about a guy like Odebel Herrera for the Phillies, or pitcher that works really slow. And the other thing that the players are asking for, maybe in response, if they have to have this pitch clock to change their habits, is, what about an electronic strike zone? Remember someone said that in our poll earlier this week, like, robo-umps for balls and strikes? This This is what the players' union is talking about. I wonder, though, if they go with robotic umpires, I wonder what the umpires' union would have to say about that. But Commissioner Rob Manford does say that they're going to move on to pace of play because, quote-unquote, they need to better reflect the attention span of the times we live in. Donnie Burns is with me. He's that millennial. I wonder what his attention span is like. We're going to get into the attention span of the Cleveland Cavaliers when we come back. We're going to break down Game 3, check in on the poll question, all that and more when we come back here. Dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez Speeds, the spitting statistician here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, holding you down on another episode of the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We are live from Studio 34 here in Rockin' Riley's in Midtown Manhattan, and I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos. So hot that he sweats steam. He's also my basketball correspondent and love doctor for the show. We're going to check in with him a little bit to see uh, you know, if he still thinks the Cavs can come back and win this game and win this series in like 14 games or something like that. But first, I got to go news and notes around the NFL as we get into the cypher because, yo, I'm telling you, I am feeling it. A lot of people are already now starting to talk about fantasy football, starting to ask me about like what, you know, what sleepers I like, what draft picks I like, how bad the Jets are going to be. And so we got to get into this news and notes. We got a lot of, like I've been telling you, greatest shape of his life stories, and there is no shortage of them today. Head coach of the Green Green Bay Packers um, says that they want to get Randall Cobb more touches this year. That's what Mike McCarthy is saying, that he wants to get Randall Cobb. And he's even saying that he stays up at night thinking about how to get Randall Cobb the ball. This sounds like a greater shape of his life story. Maybe a bounce back for Randall Cobb this year. Also, I know my man Donnie Burns is going to be intrigued and excited to hear that Dolphins offensive coordinator Kyle Christensen says that newly acquired tight end Julius Thomas can be a 10 touchdown kind of guy. Remember, earlier this week, I talked to you about how Julius Thomas had his best work while he was in Denver under head coach Adam Gaze, who's there now in Miami. So there may be reason to think Julius Thomas could be a sleeper at the tight end position. The New York football giants, they say that Paul Perkins can be a quote unquote three down back. That sounds like the greatest shape of his life story. If I ever heard one, this guy is ready and primed to take the role. This is the second year player out of UCLA. 
Also, even in Buffalo, news on both wide receivers, Sammy Watkins and Zay Jones. Both of them coming back from injuries to the legs. Watkins with a foot injury. Zay Jones coming back from a knee injury. They were both, you know, in practice in some way, shape, or form, working their way back from that. But I will say this. When you talk about Sammy Watkins and his injury history, you know, the Bills did not pick up their fifth-year option. Okay, they hosted Jeremy Macklin. They drafted Zay Jones. What do they think about Sammy Watkins? I'll tell you someone who is definitely high on Sammy Watkins. It's my man, Matty Modica, who you can hear on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, on the Fantasy Black Book, and also every morning here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, The Chiefs have confirmed that Chris Conley will be listed as the wide receiver, too, for that team. Now that Macklin has moved on, starting opposite Tyreek Hill. And in the last greatest shape of his life story... The Saints are marveling at Adrian Peterson saying he is in such great shape that they are, you know, so excited about his burst and his stride length. So Adrian Peterson, it looks like, still knows how to, as Tony Sincata would say, absolutely get it done. This, however, will not be the last mention of Adrian Peterson in this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. But now we do have to keep it moving to NBA Finals as we get into the cipher with my man Donnie Burns, the love doctor and basketball correspondent. The Warriors came back to win 118 to 113 last night. But I got to tell you something. If you listened to us last night, we had some player props that definitely worked for you. I thought J.R. Smith would step up. The over-under on his point total was 7. He was 5 of 10 from 3-point range and had 16 points. So that's a called shot by your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. We also thought that Kyrie Irving would score a lot. He got 38 points so that was good there but it did not matter golden state is just too much clay thompson is back 30 points in last night's game 11 for 18 from the field he also had an incredible stop on Kyrie when there was only like 30 seconds left in the game after kevin durant hit that big time three steph stays hot 13 rebounds for Steph to go along with 26 points. But when it comes down to it, this is Kevin Durant's time. Head coach Steve Kerr said it himself. Another 30-plus point effort for the Durantula. The Slim Reaper had 31 points and 8 rebounds, including 14 points in the fourth quarter to help the Golden State comeback. It did not matter what LeBron did. LeBron, 39 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. But he had 35 with like 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. So he stalled out towards the end. And then after the game, he is admitting now finally that he has not played a team like this with as much firepower as Golden State. Donnie Burns, I know originally you thought the Cavs had a chance to win this series. You still felt decent about the Cavs going into Game 3 last night. And the saying always goes, it doesn't matter until the road team loses a game. Now that that has happened, Donnie, are you ready to kind of admit that this is a runaway train and there's no stopping this Warriors team? Yeah, I mean, I'm very surprised what happened last night. And here's one of the reasons why, at least, uh, Kyrie and LeBron, they tend to score, you know, in the high 30s. They they tend to win those games. And I, I was watching that game. I was like, man, the Cavs look pretty good. I, you know, they didn't look too good in the beginning. Started getting better. JR was playing. He was feeding off the crowd. And right. I'm just real surprised. What Kevin happened Durant, down the stretch, man? Kevin, Kevin Durant showed up extreme. And he scores very, very efficiently. And right. to, for that to happen in the fourth quarter, devastating. Clay's been playing excellent. 
Uh, Kevin Durant's the MVP of, of you know if the Warriors win, but Clay Thompson, man, they wouldn't be. We told you guys would about not Clay. be where they are at right now without. His defense Clay's has been defense. A plus, Absolutely, especially right after Kevin Durant Fantastic. hit that big three, Ding up Kyrie Irving and putting the kind of you know putting a lock. His size on is such a game. problem for people. He's it really a is. Six eight shooting guard who he can cover one through I, I'd say four. Man, he's a great defender. He's been playing excellent. One of my favorite players. He absolutely is. And so our poll question up right now is: How many games will the NBA Finals go? Will it go four, five, six, or seven? Donnie Burns, I will let you answer this first. Um... How many games does this series go? Dane, man, I, they might have to bring out the broom. Okay. Finally. We may they have to have get to out, bring the out the brooms. I don't, I don't know if you saw um, Clay Thompson was quoted saying, like, you know, do they want to bring this game back to Golden State and winning Golden State? And Clay was like, hey, listen, I'm ending this tomorrow. Okay. So he's, he's fired up, man. All right, so you think it could end in four. Might I voted. Out. Uh, we got that poll question up right now. Remember, at FNTSY Radio, um, at your boy Spittin' Speeds, right now 65% of the people think that the NBA season will come to a close tomorrow night. Broom's coming thinking out. Thinking that the broom's coming out. 22% say it'll go five games. 5% say it'll go six games. And 8% of people think that the Cleveland Cavs will win the next three games and force a decisive Game 7. You talked about the brooms. I also retweeted before Michael Rappaport, who we know and love from the, you know, my guy. from so many things, including he's going to be the sideline reporter of that Big 3 league. He, um, he tweeted that the uh, best brooms in Cleveland can be found at Samsung Supply Store. Gave the address, 1235 Old River Road. Go there right now. They have a discount on brooms if you think you may need that, uh, you know. On Friday night, I know some Golden State Warriors fans may need to buy that going into the Monday night game. Yo, I want to talk a little bit. Um, when we come back after the break, we're going to talk a little bit about this Canelo Alvarez Triple G uh, big time fight that's set to go off in September because Triple G had a few things to say. We're going to get into that. But uh, while we're still here on basketball, I got to tell you, I don't know, uh, Donnie, I don't know if you saw this. You know how much we here on the Fantasy Freestyle, how much we love Love Triangle News? Right between A Rod and J Lo and Mark Anthony, between uh, Adriana Lima and Matt Harvey. Well, we have more love triangle news. You are familiar, Donnie, with uh, the fact that Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes don't like each other, right? I am very aware. You're very familiar with yes. that, and you are also familiar that it might be due to um, a young lady named Gloria Govan, who uh, you know was on Basketball Wives, was once married to Matt Barnes, had two kids with Matt Barnes, but then um, also had a little experience with Derek. Fisher, you're familiar with this? Very beautiful lady, too. She is. Beautiful lady. Beautiful lady. Well, um, you're also familiar with the fact that these guys kind of, when Derek Fisher was the head coach of the Knicks in 2015, you are familiar with how these guys kind of uh, got after each other a little bit, got physical with each other a little bit, right? I do. Okay. So um, now that you have all the context, right? Um, are you also familiar with the fact that Derek Fisher over the weekend was popped for a DUI? I did at first. It, I, I believe they said they did, they weren't sure, but I, I guess yeah. it was. It ended up being a DUI. He, yeah, he did. He did not get, doing so hot. He did. He's not doing so good. He did, in fact, get popped for that DUI. New details about that. New details about that DUI that brings it full circle for this love triangle. And that's what I'm bringing it to the love doctor, Donnie Burns, here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Um, Derek Fisher's car that he was driving when he got that DUI, 
Do you know who it was ultimately registered to? I don't. I could take a guess. But yeah, Matt Barnes. <laughs> Matt Barnes. It was oh a 2015 boy. Escalade, okay? And Matt Barnes gave it to Gloria, you know, baby mama, gave it to her to be able to use with the kids and all that. But that was the car that uh, Derek Fisher was using over the weekend when he got popped for the DUI. Now, I ask you, because we've talked love triangles here before, you know, between this you know Matt Harvey and Julian Edelman. We talked J-Lo and, uh, you know, we talked J-Lo and Mark Anthony. What do you think about this one, Fisher Barnes? And Govan. This is the best one. This is uh, one that, you know, I follow, I would say most if I follow any of them okay. to a certain amount, but this one is pretty interesting. Yeah, I'd say so. Isn't it ironic that uh, the car was actually registered all the way back to Matt Barnes? He's got to worry know. about finding another head coach job. Yeah, I would say he's got to worry about a lot of things, bro. Maybe maybe he'll be in the big three league in a couple of years. Yeah, well, maybe they both would be. Maybe they both would be, and they could take out their differences in the big three. No, you know, Matt Barnes are going to fight him. That's true. That's probably true. All right, check it out. When we come back, like I said, we're going to get into this Triple G Canelo stuff. We also put the fun and functional sports radio. So I'm going to tell you, like I said, who Joe Mixon is training with and why I don't think it's good PR, and also um, some renovations to the Bills locker room. We'll have audio about that as well. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician, here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. Ooh, ooh. Hit him up, hit him up. Donnie Burns bringing us back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, I want to give a big shout-out to all our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Shout-out to the servicemen and women. Getting a little taste of home from your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, as we drop stats over beats here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I was talking about it a little bit before we got to break. As you know, on September 16th, coming up this fall, uh, big-time battle on pay-per-view for middleweight title and middleweight supremacy. It'll be my man Triple G, Gennady Golovkin, against also my man Saul Canelo Alvarez in what is a big fight. Remember they had that big thing after uh, Canelo's last fight where they kind of like announced it. They had Triple G come into the ring doing some real like WWE-style promotion. Um, And I think it's actually helped kick off the buzz for this fight after Canelo Alvarez beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. a couple of weeks ago. Well, Triple G is now starting to talk. And I think this is very interesting. TMZ Sports got him. And um, Triple G has... 33 knockouts out of his 37 wins. He's 37-0. and 0. He had 23 straight knockouts before he did uh, one by decision over Dan Jacobs earlier on this year in March. And uh, Triple G sort of throwing shade at Canelo Alvarez's... Uh you know, win against Julio Cesar Chavez saying he wasn't as impressive as he could have been. Check out some of what Triple G had to say right now. You know, it's very interesting for me because why not, why Canelo not beat him? Not beat him is knock him down, not, not stop with him. You know, this is injurious. He looks terrible. Yeah. Do you think you know. Canelo should have knocked him out? Yeah, he must. Mm-hmm. One thing that I thought was interesting during the fight, Canelo in between rounds, yeah. Didn't sit down. He stood up every single every every between every single round because he wanted to prove 
that he has the conditioning to get through a full fight without having to take a seat and need a rest. What do you think when you no, see this that? It's fake. It's fake. You know, it's if, fake. If you have a lot of energy, a lot of power, please show me this next round. You know, you don't feel you don't sit down. You know, after first round, please stop with him in the second round. This is like you know, like at circus, like uh, okay, show me. I have power. I have my, my muscles. Oh, it's it's <laughs> not, not not for fans. It's for maybe for girls. No, not for real <laughs> real fans. But oh, that's funny. Yeah, so this is a big deal. You're actually headed to Kazakhstan right now. Mm-hmm. The 2017 World Expo is in your home country of Kazakhstan, and right. you are the ambassador. As you can see, Triple G, as you can see, Triple G uh, was not impressed that he should have knocked him out and also was saying that, like, this whole thing of how Canelo was standing in between rounds was not really, uh, you know, to show off like he was tough or anything. He actually says he was trying to impress women with that. I also got to tell you, anytime I hear Triple G talk, I want to respond with one very little phrase, and it's, I like you very much. But um, he also, he also, he was not done talking about Canelo. He was also not done talking about another fight that we've been talking about here on the Fantasy Freestyle, that Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight. Let's see what he had to say about that other big-time fight and if um, if Triple G thinks it's uh, real or more hashtag fake news, check this part out. It's true fight. You know, it's not interesting for me, Floyd and Connor. You know, I think this is a good fight for Connor because, you know, he brings a lot of money for his family, you know, for his life. It's not interesting for sport for, for me, my focus on real fight. Is there a chance, even a remote chance, that you and Floyd Mayweather fight somewhere down the line or no? Never. Never? Never. No. You think he's afraid? Not afraid, you know. It's, I think it's never impossible for him. Yeah. What do you want next? I also think that that fight will never happen between Floyd Mayweather and Triple G. Remember, Floyd, it says he's only retiring for unretiring for Conor McGregor. And I've always said, I've maintained this for a while, that part of the reason that Floyd is not in the game anymore is because he wanted no chance of Triple G, Gennady Golovkin, the crusher from Kazakhstan. I like him very much. And I think that Triple G is going to be tough to beat against Canelo Alvarez. But interestingly enough, Shots fired in the battle for middleweight supremacy as we go along to this fight, September 16th. I think there's going to be a lot more talking and a lot more hype. As we keep it moving, though, here on the Fantasy Freestyle, where we put the fun in functional sports radio. Remember, this hour, if you want to holler at me, you can at 844-843-6879. There's also time for you to still get involved on Twitter, at FNTSY Radio on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter as well. We got a poll question up and you could always you know follow me ask me questions we try to read them on the show one of the things that i mentioned at the top of the show on the uh at the read at the top of the hour with the news and the updates team usa men's soccer is playing tonight in a world cup qualifier against the nation of trinidad and tobago so it made me think of soccer real quick donnie burns i don't know uh you seem like a guy who might be able to play some soccer donnie you know anything about soccer or is this not one of your sports I played soccer in high school. I just really don't follow it that much in terms of professional. Fair enough. Let me ask you this. Do you know who the best player in the world is in soccer right now? Though? I know who the 
two they say could be Okay, the best. Who, who, who are the Ronaldo two that they? Ronaldo and Messi. That's right. Ronaldo and Messi. And I say this, first of all, because Ronaldo just came off a huge weekend where his team, Real Madrid, won the Champions League. Okay, so that's a great accomplishment. But for some reason, people always say that Messi is still the best player in the world. I'm not sure about that anymore, but I'll tell you who definitely thinks so. The Chinese, Don. You See, might have- I'm a big Ronaldo. Like like I said, I don't really watch too much soccer. Sure, I am too. I, and I've seen both of them play. Mm-hmm. So it's not. I'm not being biased. I really like re- watching Ronaldo. I like play. Ronaldo as well. If you ask me, I think he's the best player in the world. But the Chinese definitely think Lionel Messi is the best player in the world. Check this out. The Chinese are going so far. First of all, one of the Chinese clubs offered Lionel Messi as a contract 500 million euros to come play in China, which is absolutely incredible. But when they couldn't get him to sign, you know what they did in response instead, Don? They have built a Messi-themed amusement park in China. It's I all kinda, about Messi. That's kinda, uh, to quote unquote, creepy. To quote unquote, immerse yourself in the universe of Messi. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, creepy. check this out. <laughs> Here's a quote. Here's a quote from Messi. From Messi, because he was there at like the opening of this. Like, you know, I'm thinking like I'm thinking of like Great Adventure. You know, with like Messi pictures on all the roller coasters and stuff. Check this out from Messi. Okay, and I quote. I hope to provide the visitors with an experience they've never had before and to inspire them to pick up the sport of soccer early on. Hopefully, when they visit the park, they will feel that my energy is around them. Nope, still creepy. It's very creepy, very right? Creepy. Very, very creepy. I, I agree. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not even picturing, like, you're picturing a great adventure. Yeah. I'm picturing, like, a, a weird amusement park with, like, Mini roller coasters and like weird games. I, I don't it's know. Very weird. I don't I'm know. Very sketched out by it. <laughs> okay, so check this out. If you're listening right now on the American Forces Radio Network and you happen to be maybe in the Far East and you have access to more information about this Lionel Messi themed amusement park, check it out for us and holler at your boy. You can holler at us at Spit and Speeds at FNTSY Radio and of course at eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. I kind of want to learn more about quote. Uh, unquote, immersing yourself in the universe of Messi. I hope it doesn't look the way the Ronaldo statue is. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's true. Story. That's true. Very crazy. Yo, check it out. You know we put the fun in functional sports radio. I gotta give you another story of something that I heard. You know that the Bills have moved on, right? They fired head coach Rex Ryan. We talked about what Rex Ryan was doing in Nashville at Margaritaville on yesterday's show. So Rex and Rob, they're still battling their way through the Stanley Cup finals over there, down there in Nashville. But now with the new coach, you know, uh, Sean McDermott, it seems like he's trying to have a culture change a little bit. One of the things that he did, he banned the pool tables that they had in the locker room. They had these kind of boss done up Bills uh, pool tables that were, yeah, they are pretty cool, right? But now McDermott is saying, nah, 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 we got to focus here in the locker room. And they actually auctioned them off. Some guy in New York City bought it for $8,000. You can check it out on my Twitter feed to see um, the pool tables themselves. But we have sound because people caught up with Richie Incognito and asked him about it. So what we have right now is former bully artist still in the NFL, Richie Incognito, um, on his thoughts about some of the changes and not being able to have the pool table in the locker room anymore. Uh, Donnie Burns, bless me with that. How you doing? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. So you guys got a new coach? Yes. 
You guys excited about it or are you sad to see uh, Rex go? You know, I'm sad to see Rex go, but it's a new chapter for us. Uh, I'm excited to get to work with Coach McDermott. Uh, he's a detail-oriented guy, brings a lot to the table, so we're excited to get going. Well, he, he's a no-nonsense type of guy. Mm -hmm. He's already taken your pool table out of your locker room, yeah. and he's now auctioning that off. Yeah. How, how are the guys reacting to that? No, it's good. You know, he's uh, setting the tone early. You know, when you go through a culture change like that, you have to come in and lay the law like that and let guys know that uh, we mean business and we're here to win football. We're not here to play pool. Yeah, like, you think that that had become a distraction? you guys were you guys you know like you know betting in the locker room and making money like had the pool table become no, a real thing I, the, it, it's more a it's, symbolic gesture yeah i think it's just anytime you go through a culture change like that you want to start doing things like that to put your mark on an organization so yo check this out i think it's very interesting that richie incognito is talking about a culture change meanwhile he was part of that bullying culture and then when you talk about the nfl like richie incognito still in the league where's jonathan martin like i don't I, even know i don't I, think I, he's still in the league it's Dolphins crazy guy I'm, I'm upset that happened. I'm even more upset uh, the way he's played, in a sense, at Buffalo because he hasn't been bad. Right. He's you know a, I mean? like, he's he been, been a pro bad. bowler at times. He is yeah. legit. I mean, let's put it this way. If he wasn't good, he would be out of the league because of all that bullying stuff, right? But if you play well, you get a longer leash, it looks like. But it seems like the Bills are trying to change culture and get down to business. Later on this month, we're going to start my team-by-team -team previews as we go around the league in the NFL. I'm going to give you everybody who to sleep on, who to start, who the Diamonds, who are the Fugazis, what teams I like over-under bets, and who I like to make the playoffs. All teams, okay, that's going to be starting right after the NBA Finals get going, okay? When we come back, here's what we're going to do. We're going to check in on the poll, right? We're going to check in on scores around Major League Baseball. And also, Donnie, I want to go back to this messy thing, man, this weird amusement park. Because this is happening in, in, in China, right? What I wonder is, is there any athlete in America who could have their own theme park right now? Like, you know, like, I guess, like LeBron James. Could could you get through, Could do you think LeBron James could have a LeBron theme park? Yes. Even in Ohio? Yes. And people would, yeah? Yes. What do you think it would be to immerse yourself in the universe of know. LeBron? All you would have to do is make that and I'd go to it. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Maybe because M I'm an NBA guy, I'd go to it. Okay. It sounds kind of creepy. So wait, you say it's creepy when it it's is. messy, but LeBron yeah. wouldn't be creepy? Well, I don't know. Just the way it, it's not in his like hometown or anything. Like if it was in, if it was in Cleveland, I'd like, go check it out. Okay. What do you think? You think, um, you think Tom Brady could have a theme park? Yeah. It, I, I went to school in Providence. He can definitely have one up in Boston. Right. But then all the rides, though, you'd have to check for them, right? Like yeah. to make sure all the air was yeah, there where they exactly. needed to be I and that sort that of coming. stuff. Of course, that's where we were going. What do you think? Dolphin Sam uh, likes that one. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Um, as we go, like, what I mean, could Sidney Crosby have a theme park? Uh, you know, I don't know too much about hockey. It sounds like he could, though. Yeah, his team is still he's the Pittsburgh a, Penguins. A, they are still alive, and they have Game 5 else. of the Stanley Cup Finals coming on tonight as they look to take a 3-2 lead and a commanding lead in that series. So, yo, check it out. When we come back, like I said, we're going to check in on the poll again. We're going to go around the league on Major League Baseball. I'm going to tell you what's coming up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. But right now, we do have that poll up, and still, not many people think that this series is going to go Past Friday night, 65% agree with Donnie Burns now that the 
brooms need to come out. Remember, you can get them at Samsel Supply Store at 1235 Old River Road in Cleveland if you need brooms on Friday night. When we come back, like I said, tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of Fantasy Freestyle. It is your boy, Dane Martinez Speeds, the spitting statistician, dropping stats over beats here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, the Sports Byline affiliates around the country and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Hoping to help you win your leagues and win that cash. Dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's check in with the games going on around Major League Baseball. Right now in the bottom of the second, the Nationals have already jumped out to a 4 nothing lead against Alec Asher and the Baltimore Orioles. I told you that we wanted to stack up those Nationals and they've already scored four runs. We also told you on the DFS lineup lock show that Garrett Cole has been, you know, doo-doo in the last couple of games. And the Marlins have already scored three on the Pirates. They are up 3-0 on the top of the third. Yankees up on the Red Sox, 1-0 in the third inning in that one. Rays up on the White Sox, 2-0 in the bottom of the third in Tampa. And the last game going on right now, we have the Braves Two nothing up on the Phillies. That in the second inning tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle, I have to give you my Belmont Stakes winner. If you don't remember, I gave you the winner of the Kentucky Derby when I called out Always Dreaming on that Johnny Velasquez, Todd Pletcher. Then, the day before the Preakness, I told you about Cloud Computing as a new horse that was not in the Kentucky Derby, who had improving buyer figures, who had a good change of jockey on the mount, and he came through for you as a 14-1 to favorite. Tomorrow, between tuned in because I'm going to give you my pick for the Belmont Stakes in what is a field now that does not have Always Dreaming, that does not have Classic Empire, that will not have cloud computing. It is a wide open field as they go a mile and a half on Saturday for the Belmont. So be sure to tune in for me to give you my pick to win that cash. Uh, Donnie Burns, by the time I see you next on Monday, I think the NBA season unfortunately will be over because it is my man Chris Bavona with me on the ones and twos, so we'll catch him up on all the fun stuff we did all week long as well. But be back here tomorrow for my Belmont pick. Up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network is Tout Wars. Those guys will be giving you everything you need around Major League Baseball to make sure your fantasy needs are met to win your leagues and win that cash. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Spees, the spitting statistician for my man Donnie Burns. You have a great weekend. Everyone else, come on back tomorrow where we'll be doing it on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.